Welcome to the Vinyl Crawl, your weekly podcast about craft beer and vinyl records. I'm your host, Alan Miller, joined again by Matt Pfefferkorn. Hey, Matt. Hello. So today we're doing our post-record store day wrap-up. We've both had some sleep. Yes, that's a good thing. You probably needed more than I did. You you ran the day a little bit harder. <laughs> I, I clocked out, you know, around 12 or 1-ish, and you were still hard at it I all day roll long. hard, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a long day, it right? It was a long day. It was a, uh, got up about 5.30, went to bed about 1.30. <laughs> that definitely makes for a long day. <laughs> yeah. But it was a fun day. We had a, we had a great time, saw lots of, um, lots of the same people we normally see on record store day. A few yep. that we didn't. Yeah. But, um. It was it was a it was a really good time. Yeah. You know, the weather was terrible. <laughs> the weather was awful. This is the first year we've had a rain out yeah. for record store day. And it wasn't just us. Every store in Nashville had to make other rain. It seemed like the whole eight I even talked to uh a guy at Fat Possum Records today. Oh really? And he said, Yeah, it rained up here. And huh. so they Where's had Fat him, Possum? Chicago, I think. Chicago, okay. I think maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, it, it rained there. <laughs> so. It was a it was a wet day for sure, but we made the best of it. We had our bands play inside. Yeah, um, and actually, it gave it a different twist. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, we we had a had our one of our security details, Junior. Yeah, he was cooking hot dogs. Right. And do you have hamburgers too, or was it just, just hot, hot dogs? dogs? Yeah, cooking hot dogs outside. That was kind of fun. Yeah, um, that was fun. We had a little tent. We had some sale vinyl outside it. Yeah. The rain didn't really impede us too much. We, we still had a great time. Yep. And for the most part, uh, sold a lot of vinyl. Sold a whole lot of vinyl. Yeah. I think as far as selling goes, it was you know just as good as any other record store day we've had. Yep. I think which so is, too. you know, it was something we were both concerned about with the weather. Right. Like, you know, yeah. would we would we sell as much if if the weather was going to be mm-hmm. bad? But a lot didn't. of people came out. Still had a ton of people that rain didn't affect them people came out to see the bands do you see a lot of people from out of town that we don't see very often yeah yeah saw some from the surrounding areas and you know there were people that just came out just to see what it's all about yeah like for first time kind of thing they've heard about it and just so let's talk about the beer let's Let's before we get too far in the record store day we have been (laughs) (laughs) evil twin they're putting the evil and evil twin with this beer. Yes, they are. So we have drank probably what three or four now of yeah. the Jesus line. Yes, we have. <laughs> this one we've had the even even more Jesus. Even more Jesus. We've had the regular. Uh, what's the regular Jesus one called? Because the peanut butter one's the even more, I think. Yeah. Then there was another one, the white label, white and red label one. That's with the cherry on top. That was the um, wasn't it a maple Natalie or something? I, uh, I either know. way, any of these Jesus line of evil <laughs> twin beers, they're all pretty great. They are. We haven't had a bad one yet. No. This one is the uh, it's uh, it's in French. Yeah, looks like <laughs> it's the On Mars Cafe Jesuit Jesus something like that. I don't yeah. know, but it is a. 11 ounce imperial stout with coffee, 12% alcohol. 12%. Man. Starting to calm down a little bit. It is. Now we let it get to a little bit of room temperature. Yeah. 
starting to calm down. But the first few sips, wow. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Heavy. Thick. Which, you know, it's a it's a stout with coffee, so it's going to be kind of heavy. Right. But, you know, if you compared it to something like the uh, the Java Stout from Bell's or something like that. Is it Bell's that does yeah. a Java Stout? Yeah. Yep. If you compared it to something like that, it's night and day. This is way more robust than a normal coffee stout. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, heavy coffee notes. Definitely, you know, the, the fudge, yeah. chocolate. Yeah, that's that's bean. their, um, yeah, that's their thing is they say it has a thick fudge-like body, which I would that agree it does. with. Pitch black color and made in limited amounts. And the taste, furthermore, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All the above is true. I really like it, though. I do, too. It, it is boozy. Yeah. Like, you taste the 11%. Oh, it's, yeah. There's no shock that it's yeah. that heavy. but It's a good one to split. Yes, definitely. But it does have a really good body to it. it you taste a lot of the, the density of, like, biting into a block of fudge. Yeah. You get that kind of out of the beer. So, it's good. I, I don't think it's, like, the best thing, no, the best stop, but it's great. good. It's, it's worth good. it. Definitely yeah. worth, like, a split in a bottle. Of oh, yeah. For probably sure. really good with, like, a dessert, too. If you, you had know, cake really with it would. or something. Oh, yeah. Devil's food cake. That would be awesome. But let's talk about Record Store Day a little bit more now. Um, so... One thing that to get the elephant in the room out of the way. <laughs> that's is, there every year. That's there every year, but this year seemed really heavy yeah. on us is the allocations. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the general public always understands that if your local record store didn't get enough copies of something, it might not necessarily be because they didn't order them. Right. They might yeah. have just got allocated and not got enough to them. True. Uh, for instance, one yeah. of the records that everybody came in looking for was the Bowie live cracked actor. Yeah. The three LP set. It was hyped up pre record store day. Big time. Hype. Um, you know, we ordered a good amount for the stuff for the shop because yeah. we assumed a lot of people would want them and we got three. Yeah. Total. Yeah. <laughs> and of course those were gone immediately. Soon, immediately. you know, the first three people in line basically get dibs on those. Right. So that was one. The, uh, the other one, that sadly we didn't get any of was the coheed yeah um you know we even had a guy that was waiting in line at what 6 p.m the night before the night before yeah and i stopped and talked to him while we were getting the shop ready and i was like oh yeah man what are you waiting for he's like oh gotta get that coheed and i was like oh boy yeah because I was still holding hope that maybe we might get like a last minute shipment or something but yeah. it, it just wasn't looking good so we were scheduled to get it yeah, so we we talked to him and we're like, look, you know, if you need to camp somewhere else, we understand. We just don't have any copies of it. And to his, you know, to his deal, he stuck around. Yeah, he did. And that was great. He's like, now this is my spot. Yeah, it was fantastic. So and, and he's there every year. appreciate that, yeah. Same guy that's first in line yeah. every year. Yeah. He, so. uh, yeah, he said, my my loyalty is with you guys. So Yeah, that that was, that to me, that was like a really good moment in Record yeah. Store Day. Yes. <laughs> like, that's one of those for the books that we'll always remember about right. Record Store Day. Is, Definitely. Is that deal. So that was that was a bummer not getting any coheed. There was also the meters set, yeah. a message from the meters. You know, we knew a lot of people were going to want that because the meters are awesome. Right, yeah. It's, it was a tri-color release, three records, different colors. We ended up getting one. Yeah. And that was it. Yep. And it ordered a 
bunch. Yeah, it's just a shame. It's a shame when things like that happen. And I guess you have to understand it on one hand that you got all these record stores all looking for a bunch of right. the title. Yeah. But it just feels like maybe maybe press a few more or or do something. Yeah, I don't. It, it's hard to imagine. I can't remember what the quantity was on that one. Whether it was I felt like it was a, I thought it was a thousand. Thousand. Yeah. Which makes it tough. It makes it tough, but still. The Coheed, I don't remember how many it was. But at I, least 2,500. Yeah, I thought it was closer to 3,000. Yeah. So you would think we could have got maybe one. Right. But, yeah, yeah it just was, just was not meant to be. So just one of those things. Yeah. So that's, that's the elephant in the room is every year we have the allocation issue where, you know, we order, order so many and we only get a few. Yeah. And that happens with certain releases. But on the flip side, uh, we got pretty good numbers on everything else. We did, yeah. It was just those few that just we did. Just those few, and the Dave Matthews box was another one, too. Right. But it just, yeah, it seemed like this year the allocations were a little bit heavier. Right. And which makes you have to stop and rethink maybe what you do next time. And it's a strange balance as a store owner because you don't want to get stuck with a lot of copies that don't sell, but you don't want to under order and then get allocated and not get enough copies right. in for all yeah. your customers. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of a weird balance. That's a little bit of inside baseball, but yeah. I think it's something good for the, for the record buying public to, to understand. To help understand. Yeah. So like, you know, don't get too mad at your record store owner. Sometimes if he gets allocated <laughs> on, we're trying, which, we're trying. you know, lucky for us, we had customers asking for that Bowie all day, yeah. asking for Coheed all day. And when we told them we didn't have it, they were all good. Yeah. We didn't have a single person get upset about it. No. Which is the great thing about Record Store Day here. We really have a chill crowd. We do. We do, and they're un- they're understandable, and they're helpful to each other, too. You know, several times. Oh, how many times do we have know, people helping people? People are like, oh, yeah, man, that R.L. Burnside's right here. You need a copy of that? You know, which is cool to see. Mm-hmm. That's the vinyl community that we love Yeah, and appreciate. You know, and it might help that we're in, you know, we're not a tiny town by any stretch, but it's a smaller town. And a lot of the people in there all know each other. True. There's a really good vinyl community here. And a lot of them just kind of inherently know each other through bands or through school or whichever way. So it's pretty cool. There's a little bit of rivalry that happens between the record collectors. (laughs) Well, there always, there always is always be that, but it's not to the point where they get angry over anything. No. So that, that's another great thing about our shop on record store day. Yeah. Um, the release that I found so funny that, that everybody was buying, cause I ran the till from 7 AM till close to noon. Yeah. Uh, space jam. Yeah. You know, me, <laughs> you and Lee, uh, who's been on the podcast and works at the shop with us. We had a chat about space jam when we were all looking at ordering for record store day. And I remember you and Lee kind of, to an extent, were both like, man, I just, I don't know about space jam. I don't know if anybody's going to want it. And I'll be damned if every person in line didn't have a copy of Space Jam. That was... I think my words were, do we believe this can fly? (laughs) (laughs) I think think it was something like that. I think it was. But, you know, I knew that nostalgia bug was just hitting everybody strong. Yeah. And, you know, we got stuck with Empire Records and, and a couple others back when they did that for Record Store Day. Do you remember the Empire Records release from maybe yeah. two record store days ago? Or it might have been a Black no, Friday. Days and Confused. 
Was it Dazed and Confused? Okay. Dazed and Confused. We sat on those for a while. They didn't sell as well as we thought we would. So I can understand the hesitation for Space Jam. But when you got Bugs Bunny and when you got Michael Jordan, when you got R. Kelly on there, (laughs) D'Angelo, you got all these '90s hip hop and Queen Latifah. Bugs Bunny has a rap on there, bugging out. I mean, you know, when you got all that, people were bugging out for that release. (laughs) They were going crazy over it. They really were. It's and funny. it was unironic. Like, yeah. completely unironically, people loved it. Yeah. Because I, I would ask, I was like, oh, you got the space jam. Heck yeah, I did. That's what I got up early for. I was like, oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, As far as the seven inches this year, I think that the Smith seven inch was a big hit. It was. The Beatles? The Beatles was another biggie. What were some other ones you saw? Um... The box sets went quick too. The Ramones and Sex Pistols, because honestly, my thought is, what, why? Those were like five by seven, like yeah. five seven inches in a why box. Why even release it? It's, yeah, it makes no sense, but obviously it does. People bought them. Hey, somebody, somebody the, really liked it. The Pearl Jam, the Alice in Chains, uh, those are gimmies, you know. We, we knew those would be. Those are big. Yeah, and and you know that makes sense in anticipation of the single soundtrack that'll be released mm-hmm. in a month or less than a month. I'll say the Alice in Chains was really cool too. Cause it was, it was, it was stuff that wasn't really official releases. Mm-hmm. It was like the stuff from soundtracks and the stuff from their box set. Plus it was one of those seven inch gatefold. Deals, right. Which, which is always is neat. Totally cool. Um, one, I, I guess I can't remember any more of the seven inches that really stuck out to me. Is do you remember any other ones that Dolly Parton was kind of cool just because that was her first recording, you know? Yeah. From the novelty side of things. Yeah, I was gonna one of the other cool releases, and I was gonna bring it to show to you, and I forgot was a Death Waltz release, which you you know I love <laughs> Death Waltz, I yeah. always will. Um, they released this Turkish soundtrack called Abdullah that is like electronic music mixed with Turkish folk music. It's really neat. But the real cool thing about it is when you open the gatefold, they have the DVD of the movie oh, in wow. the gatefold in like a little slit in the uh-huh. gatefold, like slipped in there. Huh. I thought that was really... That's pretty cool. That was a neat touch. And I think the record was only maybe, you know, 28 bucks, 29 bucks, yeah. something like that. So you factor in, you get the movie and the soundtrack. Right. That's... That was a pretty good deal. That's a good, yeah. I felt like there wasn't enough press out there for that one. Or some right. people might have yeah. might have snagged it. Yeah, I grabbed those other two Italian soundtracks as well, Criminal and and Satanic, Satan- or Satanic, yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, and those are really neat. They're like big band and jazz and mod jazz and stuff. It, looking at the covers, you would never guess that. You would think it's going to be something horror related. But it's just it's just jazz. Yeah, it's really cool jazz. There's so many jazz soundtracks this year. You know, as each record store day passes, it seems like they add just a few more jazz right. albums. You know, and it's great stuff. It's not, you know, just mediocre reissues or anything. They're really doing a great job. It's not like you know, Giant Steps kind of blues <laughs> stuff like that. They're actually digging a little bit deeper yeah. into yep. stuff. You did you grab the Monk box set? No, I'm hoping to grab that when we get our reorder, but that right. got high marks from everybody I talked to. Yeah, there were a lot of people looking for that one. That yeah. was one that, that um, piqued a lot of interest. The Jocko box, I heard some of that Saturday right. night. 
that was pretty solid too. But you got to mention, we had an after show after record store <laughs> day that yeah. you went to as right. well. <laughs> yeah. So it, it didn't stop when the record store stop. closed. No. Yeah, we just kept going. We did the after, after RSD party. Wow. That was just, just wild. I can't, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I don't know either. There was a point, it might've been three thirty or four o'clock when I was standing up front and I think the cartoons were playing or getting ready to play. And I was just like, man, I don't know if I can stand anymore. <laughs> I that's yeah. I came by. Oh, see, I left around noon and then I came back by around five or six. I yeah. think And you looked wiped. <laughs> I probably was. Like you were just kind of walking around in a daze. Yeah. Like you were wiped. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it takes a lot out of you. It really does because it's not just that day. You know, I guess we can we can mention that the night before, right? We were all at the shop, right. restocking or stocking everything. You know, until like eleven, and I mean, yeah, that was another. I opened the shop that day, so right. You know, yeah, it was me, little, you, and the other guys, and yeah. Lee and uh, and David all at the store that night before. Yeah you know, making way for all the record store day stuff. We don't close till eight, so we couldn't really start until eight. No, it makes it so much easier. That so we, we did prep. all that. Um, not to mention me and you were, and uh, and Chris were moving bins around everywhere to try to make <laughs> bins for sale vinyl and stuff. Right. And that was crazy, having to do it all in the rain. Yeah, yep. Um, so, I mean, we got a lot of work in the night before. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's why other shops open at like 10 on <laughs> Maybe, maybe not us, <laughs> not us though. We 7 a.m. with a bullet. Yeah. yeah. And it's all worth it though. It's all, it's, it's fun. It's it tiring, is. but it's so much fun. It's a blast. It's just so much. Fun. It's like a big party. Yeah. It's not even like, I mean, I'll say work in the register is like work, but it is work. Yeah. But like in general, the whole mood is just yeah. like, everybody kind of knows everybody. It's like a big party. Yeah. And the the whole week. It's just fun yeah, as well. The week we leading go, up. We do the vinyl takeover uh, in the middle of that Wednesday before right. and preview some stuff. And you got all the product coming in and you're checking it in and the stress of that, you know, trying to get it. You know, I've, and, me and Lee were both tallying up how many things we wanted to buy and going, oh my yeah. God, how are we going to afford <laughs> this? Let's prune our collections. I think I pruned my collection down to the the F's. And I stopped at the F's. So from the F's on back, I just started picking stuff like, right. I won't listen to this. I won't listen to this. You know, I let, I let big things go like beef heart. I let, I let a big, you know, Captain yeah. Beefheart trout mask replica, let that go. So I was like, you, you know, miss it. I, don't, I really don't think I will. <laughs> I like the album a lot, but I don't yeah. think I'll put it on very often. No. Um, I let go of a 311 album that I'd had since many record did we stores. Sell that? We did. We did. Our good buddy, Josh, Josh Givens. He picked it and up. He probably freaked when he saw he it. He did. Yeah, yeah, I talked to him in Good line. Good for him. Uh, it's the green vinyl 311 grassroots from like record store day 2011 or something. Yeah. And he snatched it, and I was like, yeah, I'm glad that's going to a good home. I exactly. said, that was my copy. He's like, man, people just don't know 311. I was like, I know. And, you know <laughs> that's like, that's the record store day thing. We, yeah. we could talk about that. And like, he got that the Slick copy. Rick, too. He got the Slick Rick, yeah. <laughs> He didn't get a run the jewels bag. I was surprised. I figured mm, he was going to grab weird. a run the jewels bag. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. That's probably the biggest dud of record store day. It was the run the jewels bag. Yeah, that, I guess they get the trophy two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, last year was the, the viewer, the yeah. viewfinder thing. 
I, I really don't understand the bags. Um, it had pins on it, which was neat. Yeah. But it was just a bag. Uh, supposedly, there's stuff in there. Oh, there is? Supposedly. Okay. I don't know. I don't know any... There's there's nothing on the outside. Right. There's, there was no... There's no indication of what would be no. in there. And all the groups that I'm friends with that, you know, or like the vinyl groups on Facebook that I'm in, nobody was looking for it. Yeah. Like everybody's looking for everything, but nobody's looking for that. Yep. So I don't know if that was kind of a dud this year. I wish we would have got allocated on that. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, you guys don't want this. We're keeping it. You guys don't need this. Um, I'm trying to think of what some other... You know, the big hit of the year for me of of Record Store Day in general this year is Jason Isbell. Yeah. I think that release is the most Record Store Day release in the history of Record Store Day. <laughs> and I'll tell you big. why. I'll tell you why. Because it was recorded... It, it's, it's an album of incredible covers, for one. Yeah. You know, Stones, John Prine. Uh, he even does the, t- the Truckers song, which you got to consider it a cover, yeah. I guess, since right. he did it with the Truckers. But... The fact that he did it in one take, recorded straight to lacquer disc, and then they took that lacquer disc straight over to URP and pressed it to vinyl. Pressed it. That's it. Yeah. It's all analog all that's, the time. That's record store day. That is a record yeah. store day release. You know, Jack White did the same thing as like a publicity thing during record store day two years ago, was it? Yeah. When he had the show at Third Man that they recorded straight to right. lacquer and then yeah. they pressed it and he sold it in front of the shop. And that's cool. Yeah. I think this is a little bit cooler because a lot of people you get copies of this instead of just people at Third Man. Yeah. But it's it's the vibe. That's the vibe of Record Store Day is the love of records. And I, I think that release, to me, is like the most Record Store Day release I've ever seen. Yeah. What but, what was your all-together favorite this year, like, of all of them? Which one? Um, Well, you're a soundtrack guy. One of my favorites was the soundtrack to The Man in Camo. Mike Peters and the alarm. Now I love that release. Um, well, just for the fact I'm a huge alarm fan, right? But um, it's cool because it's not just rehashed material. You know, it, you get a couple new songs. You have some live old school alarm rarities from the '80s. You have demos that didn't make the album cover tunes he does a almost like rockabilly version of devil inside by in excess really <laughs> yeah that's a strange cover it is so you know that's a record store day release to me you're getting material that's not a reissue right you know that type of thing i felt like this year they did a really good job of not rehashing previous yeah. stuff like you know we can use like the Rocky Erickson tribute, for example. That's never been on vinyl. Right. It's only been on CD and cassette. That's cool. That's like, a great release. Taking things that have never been on vinyl and putting them on vinyl. That yeah. That's the kind of... And then you have, you know, not to take anything away from the Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan release, live at Carnegie Hall. That's kind of a reissue type thing. It's been out on CD. It has. Um, never been on vinyl. It's never been on vinyl. Yeah. I don't know. I, see, I like that one. I had a different take on that yeah. one. I thought that was one that I would rather see that one on vinyl than like something like Live at El Combo or something. Because yeah, the Carnegie Hall is a solid I show. I think the Carnegie Hall is just such a good show that it's it's great to have it on vinyl. I'll put it that way. But yeah. it is a reissue. You know, it's been out 
for a long time. And it's so, so much of this gets clouded as what's record store day exclusives or RSD first, first, RSD first regional, you know, yeah. and that type of thing. To me, one of the sleepers that I just have played a bunch the past couple of days is that Sire Records box set. It was like fifty. Fifty four ninety nine maybe, yeah. But it's like four or five albums, and it's killer just as an overview of that. Tailor made for you. I mean, that's that's a that box is yeah. tailor made for yeah. you. I know you're not a big fan of comps, but that's a a really good one. It's fun. It's fun. It's cool. It's got a booklet it tells all about you know Sire Records and stuff. That the Flat Duo Jets was great. Yeah, that was a big win for me too. Yeah. Was Flat Duo Jets. You know, have you had a chance to dig into it yet? No, not yet. The book inside of that is so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's got, you know, it's got images of their flyers. It's got stories from when they toured with the cramps. It's got all of these different, all these different things about the Flat Duo Jets that you just probably don't know about because they were so underground at the time. Very Um, underground. That is, that Flat Duo Jets box is what the meters should have looked like and it's what the Bowie should have looked like. Put it in a box. This trifold thing, man. This trifold thing's got to stop. <laughs> we get, we got to get. And I'll I'll say, um, the Bowie cracked actor trifold. Almost everybody's third disc is warped. Really? As is mine. Oh. I looked at it. Um, I looked on Discogs and saw somebody say something. I hadn't even taken out the third disc yet. Popped it out. Looked at it. Yep. Got got there the bowl. Is. Got the bowl right in the middle. Granted one side's an etch and one side's track. So it's not that big of a deal. I haven't played it to see how well it plays, but throw it in the oven, oven. but that's, that's the thing with this trifold business. You, you gotta be careful with that because it's, mm-hmm. you're cramming too much vinyl into too small of a space. Yeah. It never worked back in the day and it doesn't work now. No. Um, so I would just plead with the manufacturers that if you're going to do three records, put it in a cardboard box. We'll pay an extra 10 bucks. We'll you pay know. an extra ten bucks. Put it in a nice yeah. box. Yep. I will say I did like the the graphics and stuff on the Bowie release. It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Great cover. Great and cover. cover. And the inside's got pictures of him on stage. It's gorgeous. It's glossy. Looks amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, that was a great release. The meters. Meters release was really good too. Um. It didn't suffer from the warps that the Bowie did. I, I did check all those. Yeah. Um. Sadly, I didn't get a copy, but I did get to look at a copy. So that's true. And I'm hoping that they reissue that one. I got to think that they will. They should, because honestly, having something like that comp out for the buying public, because there's not a whole lot of meters, really. Did you realize it was a CD? A message from the meters? I think I did. Yeah I, yeah, I just happened to see it on Amazon. It was a two or three disc. It was a two disker, yeah. But to have that out there for the vinyl public is a pretty good representation, right? Oh, it, of the meters. Yeah, that's the perfect. Like, you want to know who the meters are? Here, take this there and listen go. to yeah. it. It's yeah. all their best songs from the beginning till close to the end. Not yeah. quite the end, but close yeah. to the end. So that that was a that's a big winner for me as well. Yeah. I, I think this year as a whole was a big win. I do too. And I, I feel like I haven't heard as many people complaining about this year. I think most people no. were pretty happy with this year. Yeah. The Space Jam just won them, <laughs> won them all over. 
Yeah. You got to get that R. Kelly in there. As long as we can get R. Kelly into in the record store day, we'll have a win. (laughs) Right. All right. So that's a good recap, Matt. Record store day 2017. Yep. So in the books. Bam. Ching it out. I forgot you this way.